This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo. I'm here with Tony Marlette from our office and our, our co-host, Tony Shores, under the weather today, so he won't be joining us, but uh, welcome back to the uh video blog i guess this is what they call these things so yeah yeah no uh no minnesota references yeah, for Tony yeah. today. Yeah. it's probably it's probably not snowing up in minnesota <laughs> anymore but uh um you know we try to do these once a week um we might have missed a week or so but uh what we really wanted to talk about today um and, and i'm really excited about it because i think it's a good alternative for um some safer or trying to create some safety in, in your investments or what we call buffered ETFs or buffered products. Uh, it's a product that gives you some downside protection, but gives you a little more upside uh, participation in the market than using um, strictly uh, index annuities. Um, Tony, we've, we've used other buffered products before but they were uh, what's called structured notes. And we had to get them through uh, some of the big banks like, um, Oh, I don't even remember. JP Morgan. JP Morgan. And, and I think Goldman it was. Sachs. Yeah. So, so this one, hopefully, will, um, these products are, are kind of neat because you can buy them. They're, they're ticker symbols and you could buy them um, whenever you want. So, conceptually, uh, let's just, uh, for the for the listeners, um, conceptually, is you, you buy um, one of these and let's say you buy. Um, Usually they're a year long. So you buy it, they're short term. So you buy um, June's. So June would come out and might say, look, we're going to give you some downside protection, which they call buffer. Um, you may want to think of it as they reimburse you if, if the market's down. So generally they come in three flavors, either uh, 9%, 15% or 30% buffers. So if, um, so, for instance, if you open one up in June and next June the S&P 500's down uh, 9% and you were in a 9% buffer, they would reimburse you your money. So, if you put in $100,000 and, and it's down, um, that would be 91000 you know, it went down to 91 and you're down 9%, then they, re, they would make you whole. On the flip side, they uh, give you some type of cap and, and it might be, I've seen them as high as 30% in some of these. So um, even if it's 15, 20% would be kind of nice on a one-year product. So um, so conceptually you get to participate in the market and you do have some protection on the downside. Is that right, Tony? Yeah, correct. So and what I've been telling people too, if, especially by buying into these now, the market's already down. 15, 16% year to right. date. So by you adding a 10% buffer or protection level on this, you're getting a higher upside than you would by say adding 15, 20, 30%. Correct. And it's probably worth it for the, for the 10% because say the market does drop another 10 by next June. I mean, that's 25% uh, over, you know, a year and a half, which is 
uh, not yeah. particularly yeah, common. We, it happened yeah, we, maybe three, four times in history. Not to say that it cannot happen. Right. It's just it, it's it's a little more unlikely now that we're already down so much. So let's give an example. Let, let's say the um, I didn't look at the June ones, but let's say you you buy a fifteen percent buffer right now, mm-hmm. and the upside cap is twenty five percent. So. So what's nice about that is you're assured that if in the next year, if you're down 15% or less, you're going to be made whole. But if the market performs, you may, um, you can gain up to the cap. Um, so let's say the cap was 25. So, um, so in this scenario, the cap is 12 on uh, the buffers 10. So if the market goes down, say the first one, the market goes down, uh, 20, 20. Yeah. Right. Yeah then um, you would be out 10%. Right, right because you have the 10% buffer right. or, or protection level that is basically, like you said, reimbursing you for that 10% loss. So if you have right. 10 protected and it loses 20, you're still down, but you're yeah. only down 10 as opposed so, to So like these are not no risk products or Correct. low risk products. It's maybe what we call lower risk, but there is some risk that you, you can lose money in these. Um, we, I like that they're uh, one year uh, and, and you don't have to hold it the whole year. So we'll talk about that a bit, but so uh, following, go ahead and follow through that example, Tony, what happens if it's only down 5%? Yeah. So in this example, if you're down 5%, uh, you don't lose anything. So you put in a hundred thousand, uh, and you know, a year from now it's protected, you're protected up to 10% drop. So correct. And you're in your a hundred thousand, one year comes and goes, the market is down. So it's at 95. Right. They make you, they make you whole. They they make you whole because you're down less than that buffer, that 10%. So you don't lose a penny. You don't okay. gain anything in this example, but you don't lose anything either. Okay. And on the flip side, uh, the cap is 12. So if it does make money, so, let, so basically you get the first 12% Correct. of the market. Yep. So if the market goes up more than 12. Well, you're going to be capped at 12, but. Uh, and that's um, your opportunity yeah. cost right and, there. And, so. and 12 is not a bad return yeah. for one year. I'd be happy with 12 in one year. Um, we have seen caps in these. Um, these other strategies that are now ETFs, higher caps, I've seen 20 and 30% caps. So, so the nice part about them, I believe is one, they're short, they're shorter term. And now um, we have a portfolio instead of buying one, um, one portfolio, we can buy several portfolios. So instead of buying just June, you could buy every month and manage the month. So the new one that is coming out, I think it, we have an offering just came out on June 1st that they're actually going to actively manage these um, ETF funds so that, for instance, let's say we would talk about the one just before. Let's say um, you picked a June one and, and the cap was 12 and we had a really good run in the market and in December you hit your cap, right? So there's no sense staying until June because you can't make any more money. So you could get out, realize your cap and get into another an, another uh, a strategy. So. Yeah. Um, so now we have the ability to actively manage them, which means we would have money managers watching them on a daily basis. You know, is it time to get in? Is it time to get out? Have we hit our cap? What, what can we do to, to uh, increase performance? So you could actually, over a 12-month period, outperform your, your cap if you hit 
the cap early, you might be get into another one and get some more money and make some more on the other one. So yeah, and it uh, sounds compli- it sounds more complicated maybe than it than it really is because the, right. the good part about the new portfolio that allows you uh, to buy and sell, you're not actually doing it. I mean, you can do right. it, like you said, you can get out. Right. But the nice part about it is it's made up of ETFs. ETFs are just um, they're liquid. They're easy in, easy out. So that's the biggest difference with these. Um, you have access to the money in the event that you need it. Not that you don't with the other ones, but you, you pay a liquidation so, cost. Yeah. Um, so you, with the ETFs, you, you're, you're in when you want to get in, you're out when you want to get out. Right. And you can even join the uh, ones from previous months. They'll, right. they'll be adjusted, of course. So, so what Tony means by that, so they've been, they've been um, issuing these for, for years, a couple of years now at least. So let's say um, you wanted to jump into the May one. You don't have to wait till next May. You can buy the one from May a month ago. But if the, if the original uh, downside protection was nine and the cap was, say, 20, well, you're already into that May one. Maybe your maybe your uh, downside is now eight, and your cap is something else, right? So, so you don't have to wait. So you can get in and out of them. Uh, what we really like about them is um, because they're liquid, um, we can you can trade them anytime you want. So you don't have to wait the full term, and you don't have to you can get in midterm. So, so it's really, uh, I think exciting because people are looking for safety in this uh, volatile market. Um, and I think this is one of the other, uh, reasons to use, you know, a professional to manage the money because, you know, most people wouldn't know these are out there. Just well, no, like, I mean, you'd have to build your own and you know, the things that are, that these are comprised of are, uh, relatively, uh, I don't want to say obscure, uh, products or instruments, but they're not easy to get your hands on. So like, uh, you know, a, a, a zero coupon bond or a call option, right. or a, yeah. um, or a structured note, like these are, these are, you know, a little bit more complex things that, that we're bringing to you or that, that we're discussing in a, uh, in an ETF format. Yeah. And, and the internal fees are relatively low. I think they're less than 1%. I think they're like 0. 0.7879, something like that. So the internal fees for the, uh, uh, to bring the product to market is not super high. So that's a good thing. Um, but at the end of the day, the internal fees are already accounted for when they're setting the caps and the, and the buffers. So, um, you don't really, I don't, I don't say you don't have to worry about it, but you know, if your if your cap is 20, it's 20, right? So if the, if you're, um, if you put in a hundred thousand it goes up to 120, you hit your cap. Um, and I, I really like them because we've been using, um, index annuities as uh, safe money. Uh, we've been using them as bond alternatives. So because bond rates were so low, we know, you know, bonds are getting crushed right now as they're, as they're raising interest rates. So this is just another, um, another, uh, say weapon, but another uh, uh, mechanism we can use to provide some safety instead of just being out blindly in the market. At least we can give you some assurances that look, if, if there is a bad, I hate calling it a correction because it sounds like it was something that was wrong with yeah, to begin with. Right? Begin with yeah. so, but I mean, we could even get um, these buffered products um, as high as a 30% um, protection. Now the 30% one works a little bit differently. The 30% one is you could lose in the first 5%, but then it, then it uh, protects you for 
up to then 35%. So there's there's a little risk on, on the top side, but um, if you're really super concerned about the market, maybe you pick a 15% one or a 30% one. But Tony, you made, you made the comment, look, we're already down, I don't know. Yeah, 15, 15% year to date, how much? So you, yeah, so you if, you, if you grabbed in one that has a 15% buffer, you almost had a, you know, the odds of the market uh, going down 30% a year, you know, his, like you said, it not that it can't happen, but historically it's happened very, um, very few times, uh, you know. So I think this is a good alternative to um, to uh, short-term money, right? We Because we can get in and out whenever we want. Yeah, exactly. Whether it's the uh, the one year, the set one year, the set two year, or the ETF portfolio, uh, it's still short term. It's still relatively liquid to varying degrees. Right. And again, you mentioned before, uh, this is part of an overall portfolio. We don't. Correct. We're not going to take uh, all your money and put it into this. This is for a small portion of somebody's portfolio that. I don't want to compare it to a CD, don't get me wrong, but right, say with right. CD rates being what they are right now, even with interest rates going up, CD rates are still relatively low. Um, this can be something for maybe a portion of something like that where you don't have to earn zero on it and get and get destroyed by inflation, but also not get killed if the market continues right. to drop. And, and, you know, if the if you find a cap, you know, we could probably go out and look at the caps right now, but... Um, Let's say there was a cap of 20 and a, a buffer of nine. Isn't 20 good enough in one year? I mean, I, wouldn't you just love to have well, 20% yeah. a year, right? And so we'll you are giving up some upside yeah. because, look, the market could do 50, but the market's – has it ever done 50? I mean, so so people want this 100% upside, but it's – you know, the, the market doesn't do 100% a year. So and you're never going to get 100% of the upside with 0% of the downside. It's just right. – it's not – so I think I think it's really a, a nice alternative. Uh, people are a little scared to be in the market right now, and um, but you know when the market's fluctuating, that it, it creates opportunities. So if we can give you some, um, and I hate to use the word protection, but give you uh, you know some buffer so that you are maybe are willing to get in the market when you know you, look you're supposed to buy when the market's down, right? I mean, yeah. pure economics says buy low, sell high. But, you know, alternatively, most people. They do the opposite. They do the opposite because they invest, invest emotionally. So maybe this will take a little bit of the emotion out of it. If we can say, look, like worst case scenario, you know, look, if the market, really, if you're in a 30% one, the odds are the market's not dropping 30% from here. Like it's already down 15, you know, but. You know, it gives some people some peace of mind. Um, if you want complete peace of mind, then you shouldn't be you shouldn't be in the market, right? But you know, the alternatives right now for not being in the market, the 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 upside's really limited. You know, we can use index annuities, and the upsides are probably now that those have come around, right? We've seen uh, caps of I think uh, I saw eight eight and a half the other day, so um, that you would have basically no market risk in there, and you could earn competitive rate of interest. But I don't like to compare index annuities to the market. I think index annuities are, are um, I would compare them to CDs, right? Because the, the risk yeah, associated, right? You have zero, zero risk. So if, yeah, if right? CDs are paying one and index annuities might pay three to five over the life of the product, you know, that's three to five times what you're getting in your, your CD. So they're really, they're, you know, they're different. Uh, 
for different things, right? You know, if you are a stock market hound, then maybe this is not the right one for you. But if you're very conservative or you want to, you want to put some, uh, take a little bit of risk because the banks are paying nothing, this might be a good. Yeah. It's a risk, risk off solution. You're, you're, uh, trading maximum growth for a little bit of stability. And like I said, uh, you mentioned it too. If you, you don't want to be too conservative in this environment, uh, you don't want to trade, trade, sacrifice growth for stability completely. This is kind of a good middle ground for somebody who may be looking to scale back some risk. Uh, can, and still be able to Tony, can you, can you throw up that uh, slide again, just so people can uh, see yeah. it again. Um, and the other thing that we've, um, what I like about the ETFs is when we did the structured notes, um, so just, so, just so you could kind of visualize, you know, the caps and the buffers. And the, so that when we did the structured notes or when we do structured notes, they're either, you know, one year, 18 months or two years. The other thing um, is you you can, and those were limited because they were what we called alternative investments. We were limited to putting uh, no more than 25% of your liquid money into those. So if you, if you had a completely, uh, if you had a hundred thousand dollars, we could, we couldn't put more than $25,000 in those. Um, these are not those. So we can, um, we can, you can buy these like a, a stock, right? Because they're, they're liquid and you could, you can, you can trade them anytime you want during the day. So you don't have to wait the 12 months. So we don't have that restriction if you want to put more than 25% in. And I have quite a few people in these um, buffered ones, uh, buffered ETFs, because they want some protection. They want some, uh, I hate to use the word security, but they want some peace of mind that, look, I understand the market could go down, but I, I would like that I'm protected somewhat. So um, any other comments you want to make on the buffered uh, indexed um, so I do like the actively uh, managed ones though. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I just, we've found some success with these. Uh, if nothing else, I think they differentiate themselves because of the short term time frame. Right. you know, with the regular traditional ones we offer, we've, we've recommended for people a year is the minimum, but with the, the ETF portfolio, you're easy in easy out. Uh, you can liquidate in six months. Like you said, if you hit the cap, yeah. Get out of it. Take your earnings. There's no point in sticking around longer because all you can do at that point is lose and then get into the next right. uh, offering. And especially if you're in a retirement account, an IRA or something like that, that there's no tax there's effect to sell it. So, yeah. so you, if you, if you, again, if you bought the June one and by December it's up 12% and that's your cap, then you could sell it, realize your cap and just go buy another one. Um, so the other th thing with the, uh, some of them are laddered portfolio or structured, the, the actively managed ones, instead of just buying and holding, the actively managed ones might be you buy a little bit of every month, right? You buy, January, February, March, April, May, all the way through the year. And then you can, you can, you wouldn't, I mean, we would, or, and uh, the money managers would constantly monitor those to see, hey, is it time to sell the June one? Is it time to buy the February one? Um, so you can actively manage those portfolios. So the new portfolio that we have that's just released um, June 1st is actively managing these buffered um, ETFs. So I think it's, it's kind of neat. So, all right. So uh, anything else, anything you saw last week that we want to talk about? We got a few more minutes. Well, uh, we did on the podcast, Tony and I last week uh, talked about, you know, a few things going on economically. 
um, you know, jobs reports, uh, you know, we're, we're probably going to see some volatility and, uh, you know, I don't necessarily, and our partners at Gradient don't necessarily see inflation trailing off anytime soon. I don't know if it's going to get worse, but at the same time, uh, we just don't have a lot of indication that it's going to get any better. So these things yeah. are, are going to be sticking around and, and it's going to cause the Fed to act more aggressively. And when they act more aggressively, they raise interest rates. So when they do that, it tends to lead to uh, a, a lower spending cycle uh, right. in the economy. Because so, everything inherently costs more. So and then, uh, the, uh, the, house, the housing market money. will, the housing market will um, maybe come back to normal because um, the housing market's overpriced and we all know that. Yeah, speaking of the housing market, I mean, just locally, Obviously, we're in the Cleveland area. Uh, if you look, you can start to see some of this where people are cutting prices on, on their houses. And if you're selling now, maybe you got stuck in a weird time where, you know, two to three months ago is, is uh, you probably could have sworn for the fences. Yeah. And right now, you probably have to settle for a double or a triple. Yeah. So, you know, it's not the worst thing. But at the same time, I mean, if you're looking for houses, you've probably seen House prices drop. People, people and, are dropping their expectations you know, and, on these prices. And interest rates, interest rates went up, but not, you know, it's crazy. I mean, uh, my first house, when I bought my first house, we we were nine and a quarter and we had perfect credit and we thought we had a great rate. You know, now people are complaining that the interest rates is going to be five. So that's yeah, all relative. I know my yeah. parents told, tell me the same thing when they bought their house. Uh, yeah. They had rear paying double digit uh, interest rates. So, the you know, the other, the other, wrench in there is is gas price i mean right now it's over five dollars a gallon here in cleveland and we're a, a probably a lower market than you know i talked to someone in california yesterday and it was like over seven bucks a gallon so i mean the good news the silver lining in that is like democrats and republicans are paying five bucks a gallon so everyone is upset about this and something will hopefully eventually be done with it. So it's not as political as uh, people make it out to be, but you know, the whole green energy thing, like I understand that we want to get greener, but we're not, it's not, we're not ready yet. Right. I mean, if everybody wanted an electric car today, there's not enough electric cars to buy. Right. So I think we have to do it gradually over time. And I don't understand why they um, are penalizing us now. Yeah, why, why make everybody so suffer? You know, we're um, coming out of, of everything that we were coming out of, and it just seems uh, a little forced or a lot forced. Well, and, like and, and it's tough, you know, especially if you're, you're younger and you're, you know, you have a, uh, um, you know, $30,000 $30, a year job. It's, you know, gas is significant, right? I mean, it's a hundred dollars to fill up your car, right? So, um, you know, it's not just affecting, the rich, right? Because the, you know, everyone's having to pay these gas prices. So, um, so hopefully they'll come to their senses and they'll do something about it. So, okay, Tony, uh, I think that's, is that it for the day? I think we, it was a good uh, well, discussion. My wife and I are driving to South Carolina next week. We're looking for some good podcasts. You got any recommendations? <laughs> well, take your headphones. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, I, I, I just cringed a little bit because uh, um <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're driving to South Carolina when gas is uh, five, well, five, yeah. and five bucks a gallon. The, the, the airline prices, we were going to fly. The airline prices were, were way worse. Oh, they're uh, up. They went I mean, up. It, oh, yeah. You know, we they, it's jet there, fuel, right? Yeah, well, exactly. If we were going to fly there, I think we were probably going to pay six or seven times as much. 
Yeah, I, I'm good. Cost-wise, obviously, you get there sooner, and, and time is money. But when you're talking about that much cost, you have to you have to uh, uh, fly into Savannah and then drive to Hilton Head anyway. So yeah. I I don't I don't know if we would have avoided it at all. Yes, yeah, so I know my wife and I are going on a trip uh, in Jan uh, July. We're going to some of the national parks and stuff, but we're renting a car once we get to Denver, and uh, it's like eighteen hundred dollars for the week. It's usually like two fifty, yeah. So yeah. it's crazy. So um, hopefully, we'll they'll come to our senses, and this will uh, this will subside some sometime soon. So um, thanks for everybody to watching. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, this is the end of Road to Retirement for this week, and we will send this up to uh, Tony Shore, and he can he can add his uh, his two bits okay, to this. So. Okay, Tony. So you got the little magic button there. So uh, right. see you next week. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.